Never breaks a ten if you don't love me now. Alright, how are we doing? Battery's good. Then you'll never is love good. me again. Oh, beautiful. Yes. I can still hear you sing. Um, how many, how many, uh, how many what? Um, as you open the chocolate milk. <laughs> oh yeah, we're back everyone. Yes. <laughs> It would, be, it would be perfect. It's okay. No worries. That's, that's the best intro you can do is the, the, the away segment. I didn't know we were being recorded intro. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, everyone, our boy Jacob just bought me a chocolate milk and two dozen Krispy Kreme donuts, and I had no idea it was coming. So, Look, you got to support the His people. generosity knows no bounds. When, when he dies, make sure to pray for his soul. <laughs> well, you probably, and if, if anyone <laughs> wouldn't be in purgatory and not a saint, it would be you. Really? Why? Why would you say that? I feel like that's that's a that's a slight to me. No, you're just one of the more like most kind of people I've ever met. Oh. So yeah. You gotta you get, you get the donuts that you need. Grab what you need, my man. Oh, we're eating. Are we eating on the podcast? Is that dude, can we take can, yes. can we take a working lunch? Yes, dude. Grab what you want to eat. I I will. Um, I might ask you for one, but. Oh no! Uh, yeah, I was I was thinking we'll just eat out of one and then just keep track of how many we eat and then. Oh yeah, like, that works. Like, yeah. yeah like, oh yeah. There we go. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, so we had the Krispy Kremes. Um, when God looked down on Earth and decided to let America exist, I think it was so that Krispy Kremes would exist. <laughs> nothing about you know the um, you know the uh, the ideals of the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution and uh, individual freedom. It's for Krispy you know, Kreme. Those all serve the end <laughs> of Krispy Kreme existence. Beautiful. All right. Cheers to Krispy Kreme. Oh. Boom. Alright, and with uh, Krispy Kreme in our hands um, and our mouth savoring, let's go back to baseball. I'll let you uh, enjoy enjoy your donut. Straight. Oh, it's straight here. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, while you're while you're talking, uh, while you're enjoying your donut, yeah. I'm gonna bring up our next conversation, our next topic. Actually, we're to, I'm gonna do a few more questions that are more pointed at you, and then we'll go to general stuff. Because yeah. um, I think these questions are interesting, and um, they bring about some of the baseball history. I think, which is cool. What is your favorite baseball moment you witnessed um, live at a game? Like you saw it happen, you're like, yes, that is why I love baseball. Um, it's tough. Tough question. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just thinking. It's it's hard. It's hard because you've uh, most of the. I don't ever go to. I haven't been to a preseason, a postseason game since I was like eight. Mm. Back when the Met, I was in the last game of the Metro. Oh, that's a great memory. Yeah. Wait, which was a loss to the New York Yankees. Never mind, not a great memory. Okay. <laughs> so, um, am I taking a left here or there? Yeah, left here. Okay. Um, I'll probably. I think one of the most iconic thing one of the things I'm happiest I was at the game for 
was I was getting ice cream. Okay. And then I, I my brother was kind enough. I kind of left him to get. He's like, I'll I'll watch it. So he stays to grab the ice cream. Okay. And I start walking out, you know, from the from like the underneath the seats, right? To, so are, are, did you get ice cream at a place, or did you get from one of the people walking around? No, no, from the place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I'm walking out to look at the field, and I hear a. Okay. And Eddie Rosario hits the Twins club record breaking home run. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I just, I didn't see home plate, but I just saw the ball go like this, like, like arc up in front of me and then down into the, into the stands. (laughs) And I'm really happy I saw that. That's a great moment. That's a great moment. Eddie Rosario. Boom. You're bringing about, that's a historical moment right there in sports. That's why I love this question. Um, that's fantastic. And what made it better was that at the end of the year, they went on to set. This was 2019. Okay. The Bomba Squad. Yes. They went on to set the. Uh, uh, MLB record for home runs at 309. For a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just beat out the. Uh, the Yankees. So. Good. And then we lost to them in the. Uh, in the playoffs. You know, it's uh, it's okay. I, as, I, as we've done for the last seventeen years. This I okay. Actually, I, at the end of this one, we'll we'll talk predictions for this year because I want to get to that. But um, before we do that, I'm going to say my my favorite moment of witnessing live baseball. There's like two that come to mind, but I think I'll probably go with my the very first time I went to a baseball game was at then AT and T Park, and. Um, I remember listening to baseball on the radio. That's what really got me into the sport. Huge shout out to my dad and um, his willingness to to listen to the radio while we were in the car and just learn the sport through um, through the audio. It was awesome. Um, so in doing that, of course, I learned about the the awesome Barry Bonds, his ability to hit homers at a rate that no one had ever seen before. Um, and just, I wanted to be like Barry Bonds. I mean, I think anyone growing up in the Bay Area that was a baseball fan wanted to be like Barry Bonds. I, a steroid stuff aside, I mean, as a kid, I just like, I didn't know what that stuff was. I just wanted to be Barry Bonds, right? Because he was awesome. Yeah. Um, so I remember going to my first baseball game. It's Giants-Dodgers. Uh, it's for my birthday, okay? And do those games ever get violent? Giants-Dodgers, I, between the fans, I think they get violent when both teams are either are really good. Like, if both teams are trying to compete for a playoff spot, then the games get chippy. But, like, if the Giants suck or the Dodgers suck, like, you still have talk, but the talk doesn't mean anything. Right. You're not backing up with, with how the team is actually doing. But, like, do the fans go after each other, like, like Yankees, Buffalo, Ooh. Red Sox? A little bit. I mean, there was the huge, um, one of the Giants fans, Scott, uh, he almost died uh, at Dodger Stadium. And he came back after surgery. He threw the first pitch for the um, for opening day for the Giants this year. Uh, in his 10-year recovery, I think. It was uh, really an incredible story. I mean, of course, a sad story. You don't want to hear about fan violence. Uh, I would say, I mean, the, the Giants-Dodgers rivalry is is huge. But if you're going to pick, like, one rivalry that said, this is the rivalry of baseball, it's got to be Yankees-Red Sox. Yeah. Uh, I would say Giants-Dodgers might be two. You could probably throw Cardinals-Cubs in that mix. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so back yes. to your Barry Bonds. Yes. Okay, so, so Barry Bonds comes into the plate. Uh, I think two runners are on, and we're sitting in the left field bleachers because that's where we had the tickets. And we're watching the game. I got my, got my garlic fries, of course, because 
know, that's what you do when you go to the Oracle Park. And, and he absolutely jacks one over the right full fence, splash hit. Everyone in the stadium erupts. It's this great moment. And I'm just like, I'm ecstatic. I don't even know what to do as a fan. I'm just like, I look at my dad and I, I just have this huge smile on my face because my hero of baseball just hit a home run. Uh, the Giants go on to win 12 to 3. I think I remember Lance Necro signing my baseball, which is, that's crazy. I don't know if he, he ever played that much in, in the major leagues. But I remember going over to see Lucille and getting my baseball signs. So just that day um, was special. And as like a birthday, yeah. I, iconic. Yeah. And I honestly might be, that one day tied into playing Little League growing up might be the reason why baseballs will forever be my favorite sport. Yeah. Um, yeah, jeez. Um, I can't remember who was pitching. I remember Ray Durham was on that team, I think, who was the second baseman, uh, Rich Aurelia. So, yeah, it was, just, it, was just, it was just a fun time to, to be a baseball fan. Actually, it might have been Omar Vizquel at that time. Uh, that doesn't really matter. The, the point is that it was Barry Bonds. He hit the home run, splash hit, epic moment. I'm cheering, and I don't even really. I just the moment is the the moment was short, yet in my mind it feels like it lasted forever, where everyone was just so happy. So yeah. it's a great moment, you know. You just gotta you just gotta love those those moments in time, or you know, especially with your dad or a mm. family friend or a close relative, or they and that and that and that location are forever linked. Mm. Yeah. And and also a specific like moment that that is like. Kind of meaningless, you know. It's maybe not like being at like a World Series win, but sure, for you individually, it's it means the world. So mm. pretty, pretty great stuff. I, you know, look forward to the day of a World Series win in my lifetime. Speaking of, you witnessed three, yes, World Series wins, 10, 12, 14 in in four years, in four se- five. five seasons. Yep, three and um, five, baby. I will hold. If anyone, you know, just douses on the Giants or the Giants suck, I always have three and five in my pants, <laughs> which just sounds so horrible. I I promise I won't. Well, no, say that's that what sports are to get. But yes, I do have. I have been blessed as yeah. a Bay Area sports fan. I've been blessed. I've got to see the Warriors' success. Got to see the Giants' success. The Niners have been to the Super Bowl twice. They lost both of them. But the point is, Bay Area sports has been rocking. Um, like, what's it like? What's it like being a kid? Well, okay, of like, well, just being a fan, but like, what's it like being a kid and watching? Like, were you aware of ba- baseball in 2010? Yes, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that was, um, I mean, did you like tune in for every World Series game? Yes. Yeah. And it was, and so I didn't, my family grew up with a TV, but not TV. We didn't have cable. Right. Um, and so, and as per usual, we listened to everything on the radio. Mike yeah. Ruko and Dwayne Kuyper, um, throwing it down with John Miller and Dave Fleming. And, uh, yeah, I remember sitting there in my living room, um, we had we had dimmed all the lights, and I was sitting there with my dad. I'm just excited. Brian Wilson's pitching in the ninth against the Rangers in Texas. Um, throw strike three, does the the cross with his his hands, double peace sign. Buster Posey's is running out behind him, um, but you just hear. I use I can hear. I think it was Mike. Uh, it was Dwayne Kuyper on the call who calls that uh, yeah. with the Giants winning the World Series. Yeah, it, it was it was a special moment. And I remember my favorite player on that team was Andres Torres, the center fielder. And uh, he just, he had this breakout year where it's like, and somehow the Giants just caught this lucky streak where they signed all these free agents that no one really wanted. Most people called them old and washed. And the Giants revitalized their career. Yeah. And that was the, 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 uh, 
the motto or the phrase around the team that year was the band of misfits uh, with the SF and misfits was kind of cool um, and that was like when you would do like Aubrey Huff who had been released by the Tampa Bay Rays and Pat Burrell the uh, a past number one overall pick I think to the Phillies um, and you took all these players together you were led by uh, Tim Lincecum the freak and it was special um, and so they had a chip on their shoulder yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially um, working through uh, the National League against the powerhouse of the Phillies at the time when you were dealing with, um, oh my gosh, I can't even remember. Um, who's the first baseman's name? The huge dude. Oh my gosh, his name isn't Jimmy Rollins. That's the shortstop. Jacob. Howard? Was it Howard? Something Howard? Ryan Howard? Is that? No, 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 no. I can't remember the first base of the same. All I know is that their pitching staff was insane too. And now I'm forgetting all their names. <laughs> Gosh. Wait, whatever it was, the Giants had to beat the Braves in the uh, the NLDS, yep. uh, Phillies, NLCS. They play the Rangers in the, um, the World Series. And I just, it kind of sucks for Rangers fans because they lose in 2010 to the Giants and then they lose again in 2011 to the Cardinals. Yeah, rough stuff. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it's special. And I, I don't mean to gloat because I know that it's been a long time for the Twins. And you say they're going to win in their lifetime. I think it's going to happen sooner than later. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I don't, I'm not too. I'm not too convinced. I think. Uh, what's that? Well, you I mean you, you? If we lose this year, I, I kind of feel like the the ownership's going to take it. Hmm. For like, you know. So you think this is the year? Like they're all in this year? Well, no, they'll never be all in. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Never. And that's what you're talking about with typical Minnesota ownership. sports and ownership. Yeah, is that ownership. It's never, uh, you guys always expect to be bad, so when yeah. you're good, it's an awesome surprise. Right. Got it. Okay. But it's also like the, the poll ads just don't seem to be willing to sign, you know, the Trevor Bowers. They'll, they'll just never go out and be like, all right, let's potentially waste $80 million in two seasons. Okay. On a pitcher that might be the one thing that we can use over the top. Okay. So, you but even, know. But even with that being said, I think the Twins are are in that category of teams where, which is funny, I, I mentioned the Yankees um, uh, in the previous episode that they uh, were currently the, the worst team in the American League. I don't expect them to last for long because they were projected to be the best team in the American League. Um, but right up there in that group, Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Twins. Um, I think this is the year for the Twins to to get there to make sure the World Series. Really? And the hard thing, though, is if they get to the World Series, they're likely going to be up against the Dodgers or the Padres. And both of those teams are going to be hard to beat. Yeah, so. I, and, and we certainly are not better at pitching than the Dodgers by yes. any means. I, I mean, There's no team is. better. No, no, yeah. Yeah, no team better, yeah. And, and just they're, they're too well-rounded. They're too deep. And they just, I mean, every person on that whole club can just smack the ball. Yes. I mean, just smack it. So, yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't ever, I think if the Twins win, it will never be on a, like, oh, this is the year that we're going to win and we have all the right pieces. Okay. And, like, we have the Trevor Bowers, the Cy Young winners. Okay. Um, so it'll be like a 2010 season, Abandoned Misfits. We have all these guys together that never just to win, yep. but they pull together and they do it. Yeah, yeah. anyways. And I and I think it'll be it'll probably be in Midwest fashion. It won't be misfits. It just won't be all superstars either. Okay. It'll just be like your average run of the mill guys who somehow like they do it. Just got hot, 
and the pitchers just locked down and they played great D and then that that was enough for them somehow. Yeah. So yeah, um, I think they I think they'll probably get a wild card. I don't know what really these these White Sox guys are uh, mm. they're scaring me. Okay. These new White Sox, they spent a couple years rebuilding and now they are they look good. They are unbelievable. Tim Anderson. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, I can't remember uh, the pitcher. Oh my gosh. Abreu. Uh, well, I think he's an Abreu. Oh, he's a Braves to a White Sox. I mean, the pitcher I'm thinking of, I've lost his name, uh, but he he uh, they there was a series earlier this year where the White Sox faced the Angels, and he made Mike Trout look silly. Oh um, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his um, name. I'm. Dropped, he was I a twin. On he was, was a twin. twin. Yeah. No, uh, Oh, the names around the tip of my tongue. Anyway, well, it'll it'll come to me in one second. Um, so you're worried about the White Sox? Well, so let's say they, if they get the wild card, what they're gonna face? Maybe, I mean, maybe a team from um, the NL East. But I'm probably thinking you're gonna look at maybe the Athletics out of the West. West. Yeah. Uh, if they, uh, that's assuming that the the Astros win it, but the Mariners look pretty good uh, right now too. So, I mean, that's the beautiful part about really overanalyzing the first. 15 to 20 games yeah. of Major League Baseball season yeah. is teams that look really good now will not be really good at the end right. of the season. And teams that are horrible now will pull it all together and then suddenly they're in the playoffs. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think you know, the game in general, I, I don't understand why it's not marketed more heavily to... Um, actually, I'm, actually, I'm going to go straight here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know how to go from it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't understand why it's not marketed more towards like Latinos. Interesting. Um, how what, what would be the, the way you go about doing and that? people from the Caribbean and okay. you know Mexico, Central America. I mean, baseball is already a big deal for them down there. What what do you think they would have to do in the United States to change that? Well, what I I think you got to start by mark. I mean, most of the league isn't even white. Sure. Um. So why is it considered like? This, the, I think this is part of the tradition thing is it's like it's not it's not a quote unquote white person's sport mm-hmm. like it's that's not your main in the sense of that's not your main demographic sure um, so I think you if you start to market your stars who aren't white you'll you'll make sure to capture a lot of that demographic who's like parents maybe are really into baseball and they're like picking between Ross and and you know or, or football and, and baseball. Think like white person sports. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah uh, or, water polo. Yeah, or like <laughs> yeah, yeah or, or but like I'm not, but I'm saying like like especially from more it's Latino the Latino populations whose parents or grandparents are from um, really the baseball loving countries. Sure. But now you know they're in the in the U S. and there's football is an option, soccer, all these other sports, but if they see stars who look like them, kind of empathize with them, you know, maybe that'll, that'll draw them into like, oh yeah, baseball's not such something that we play back on the island, mm. it's, it's something we play here too. Okay. Yeah. And I think that would be uh, really beneficial to like capture a new generation of the sport. Okay. Um, and I, I think there could be a total like marketing Spanish, you know, calling games in Spanish. I know that sure. does happen, but like, I think if uh, you can make that front and center, 
really. Red Cell, the league, is like this cutting edge, multilingual hmm. experience. Okay, yeah. so then people, so then like even like you can even make it like this is a Spanish speaking night at the ballpark. And so. Interesting. Okay. Speaking of like creating fun, creating hype. Sure. Oh, the, the, they kind of have events like that already. Yeah. Like they have like a heritage night yeah. where it's like, uh, it might be like Latino heritage night oh, or okay. they might be like Korean heritage yeah, night or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see, I, and going back to the broadcast thing, I think you, you struck a chord there with having a full on broadcast in a different language, but not having that over the radio because it's pretty easy to have the radio. Right. One right. or two guys that can do it or, or guys or gals. But if you have like a, a broadcast on the TV, all your graphics are in Spanish. Uh-huh. Your um, your person um, down there in the dugout getting interviews does yeah. everything in Spanish, right? Um, and it would be it would be difficult, I guess, if you're interviewing someone who doesn't speak Spanish. But at that point, then you could have someone do um, like a translation on the screen. So like the uh, like right. I mean, they have English. all teams have translators. You, yeah. trans- you have to they have to translate from Spanish to English all or from English to Spanish all the time. Sure. And, and, for the and, players and vice versa, it's like not that hard to just go the other way. Sure, and, and other uh, like Asian languages too. Yeah, they with uh, Japanese and Mandarin. Yeah, and, and absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, man. I think there's a the game is so rich, has so much history, and and has so many iconic. It's so enmeshed in like the the collective consciousness of America. Yeah, that. I mean, you could you could hype it up immensely, uh, yeah, and just for a new generation. Um, and so, like its own tradition, you know, will help preserve it. Yeah. And yeah, it's a lot of room for growth. Yeah. Like a revamp, more like. Sure. So actually, on on a similar topic, because I want to get to this discussion. This, this is not a very good transition, but about getting uh, different demographics of people to watch baseball or at least be interested yeah. in baseball. I think that the, the decision to move the All-Star game has a direct influence or impacts on this idea of, of different demographics. For those who don't know, the Major League Baseball All-Star game was moved from Atlanta, Georgia to, I believe, Denver, Colorado. Uh, I think that's been finalized. And it was, the decision was made after the new Georgia voting laws were put into place. Uh, there was a lot of controversy on impact of those laws that it might uh, remove the possibility for uh, different peoples of group or different groupings of people to vote at certain times it, the laws generally were seen as more restrictive I actually haven't read the law so and I, I don't actually know if that's true or not, but that's what I've heard um, whether that is the case or not and Major League Baseball of course steps in they, and it's, it's really a political action I think it was a mistake and the reason why I think it was a mistake is for two reasons. One is the demographic of people that are living in Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta and the areas surrounding it have a significantly higher uh, population density of people of color that are uh, small business owners. That have been a huge impact to their uh, businesses economically, especially with coming out of the entire pandemic. I think that removing it from Atlanta after the death of Hank Aaron, who was maybe the greatest brave of all time, uh, is a disaster. Uh, I don't know how you could best present one of your most iconic baseball players by, you know, celebrating them in Denver compared to where they were originally playing. Um, 
I think if you wanted to make a political statement, this was not the place to do it. If you wanted to make a statement at all, I think you could have easily said, if you don't like the way that Georgia has gone about their voting laws or whatever, and you want to individually make a statement on that, then you don't have to play in the All-Star game, or you don't have to manage the All-Star game, or something along those lines. But I think removing the uh, entire game out of the city of Atlanta was was really unfortunate, because I, I was actually looking forward to the celebration of Hank Aaron. And I think there's, um, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a few little other nuances in there where, of course, like the All-Star game is all about voting, right? Voting for your, for your favorite player. You want to vote for them to cast your ballot. And with the Georgia voting laws, it, I can see how that would be bad taste. Um, but I think that that's, that's, that's a demographic of people who love baseball. Like, baseball is a, if you look at SEC baseball, right? That is the, the, for a conference of college baseball, that is the best. You're getting the best players out of schools like Vanderbilt and Alabama and Georgia and Louisiana State. Um, you're not getting the best baseball players out of Nebraska. It's just not, it's just not happening. All your best baseball players, more or less, are coming from the South. Um, and I think to remove the, the game from that was a mistake. Well, that's my thoughts. You may not have any thoughts on that, but I wanted to make sure that was that was said. Yeah, I I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, interesting topic. I haven't really thought about it a ton. Um, it definitely seems like one. Uh, I mean, companies are just doing this a lot. Mm. Organizations are doing this a lot. Uh, is taking like very specific political stances, um, which they can do. I do think it is, um, one, in bad taste to just pull, pull a commitment to a city. Mm. Um, you know, business owners plan around this. Yeah. Et cetera. Um, and, and by it, pulling it, the city, you are pulling it, you are just, you are creating more controversy. Um, granted, I mean, obviously America, you know, in the 80s, we didn't go to the 1984 Olympics because of um, Soviet Russia's invasion of Afghanistan. So, like, I do understand abstaining from political and from events. Sure, but it wasn't like that that we, that the events were moved or for Correct. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and so I think, I think it's just one, it looks bad, it's, it's poor, it's, it's poor taste from the MLB. It's only going to negatively impact the very people that you would want to support with, by doing this. Yeah. The politicians don't give a rat's ass whether the all-star game is there or not. Sure. They, they're going to do what they're going to do um, and listen to their constituents. And so, for me, I think it's the MLB just... It's a bad attempt at virtue signaling. And it's like, dude, there are, if you want to address these issues, by all means, but don't, don't, put, don't make a specific city suffer. At, for the expense of it, of, uh, of, of a political of a political statement or yeah. whatever, um, and, and that's that's also uh, what we're assuming is that this bill is a bad bill, right? And I don't know if that to be true, but that's the uh, the general assumption. Yeah, I yeah I need to I need to look at it. Yeah, I have read well. it. And, and I think also like if you if it's the year of Hank Aaron's death, yeah, you should be doing it in the city where he was the guy. Yes. So yeah, like, I, I'm it, against it. I'm against it. it. It doesn't seem like you're bark. It seems like they're barking up the wrong tree. Mm-hmm. I get like the, the logic that the the MLS. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's also like these people have been business owners have been planning on this for a year. Yeah. 
And especially after COVID, where the city is going to need something to bring them together. Let me just pull that out from under them. Seems, uh, seems pretty bad and like a, like a knee-jerk reaction to try to avoid potential flack. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, if, that's the, if that's the issue, just come up with a statement. Yeah. Or like come up with a statement at the All-Star game. Um, if, so. if, if it really is that much of an issue, yeah, I think there's... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, overall, I'm just generally speaking, I'm bummed. I wish that Major League Baseball would have dealt differently with it. Um, because, I mean, I, San Francisco, the, the Giants and, and the Braves have had their um, differences in the past uh, in playoff appearances and success and such. But, I mean, the Braves organization is a cornerstone of, of baseball. Think of the Atlanta Braves and um, the history they had in the sport. Uh, I think it. I think it's just. Yeah, I think it's misplaced. I think it's mistimed, and uh, I think there was a better way to deal with it. If it, if if it really was such a problem, I don't think that the course of action taken by Major League Baseball was the right course of action. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, but that's enough of that because you know that's not the fun part of baseball. The fun no. part of baseball is um, the actual you know playing of the sport and enjoying the sport and enjoying the players. Um, so with that, of course. Uh, with that comes playing the game and playing the game well. There are teams that are better and there are teams that are not as good. Uh, the Twins are one of those teams that are better. The Giants may be one of those teams that are not as good. But that's okay because in the end, everything will sort itself out. And this is where I want to go. Let's talk a little bit of predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess pick your team from... Actually, how about this? You, 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 you predict the American League. I'll predict the National League. As, as it sits for both of our leagues and then uh, we can discuss who we think will win the World Series based on our predictions yeah, okay. Okay. so you, you go for it for, or you want me to go first or you want to go for it oh, I'll go for it I'll okay. go for it oh. seven six six teams per it's going to be six teams per conference or five oh that's right because there's okay so there's actually there's a good point Major League Baseball considered adopting a new playoff rule not really a rule, but a, a playoff expansion to add more teams. That um, expansion is not taking place this year. So that means that there will be five teams. Uh, one winner yeah. from each um, region, and then two playoffs, or two wild cards. Two wild cards. Yeah, yeah I, 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 hope, uh, I really hope they don't expand. Yeah, I, I Because so. otherwise, why play 162 games? To, to them based on one game, right? Yeah. The wild card is a single game. Yeah. It's not a good luck. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, also, it's like you just won't. There's eight. If you have a one in two chance of making it in, like you just won't care yeah. about like sixty of the game. Then it'll just you'll just be playing minor leagues. Basically, it's like why? So yeah, you know the old ways of doing it are where maybe a little too restrictive, but I don't think they need to expand it much further than they have. Because it used to be before they added the wild card, it was the best three teams, and then the last team was the the next team with the best overall record. And if that needed to be uh, dealt with in a tie break, then they played it. They did play a game, yeah. but uh, otherwise they just took that team. And so the wild card is at least interesting because that is a hype game because it's a one of one, right? Where it's like that's why I like a, a tournament. I know that you don't like basketball very much. That's why March Madness is so interesting. I don't really care about the individuals of college basketball. I love college basketball. The right. more and more I've watched it, I do care about them because I, I pay attention. But if for the average fan, if you're going to watch college basketball, you're not watching because you're hyped about the starting point guard no. they're hyped because it's a one of one game and you could see an upset you might right. see the Cinderella run right? right um I think that's the attention that Major League Baseball is trying to get like this one game that's super important you want to be there you want to watch it you're going to have the two best starting pitchers 
Um, all the best players are going to be on the field. I think that's the type of uh, hype they're trying to get. But in regards to the 162 games they played previously, it's like, geez, this game 163 feels like one team is really going to get the shrimp the stick here. Right. Yeah. Right, and then yeah, and and so it's like, well, if you're just going to expand the playoffs, then just play 80 games and have a, like a ridiculous and play seven game series in the playoffs. Mm. Like go the go the NHL route, or or, or the NBA. NBA is all seven now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, it's either it seems to be either you need to expand the playoffs or keep it or keep it elite. Yeah, or it's like these are the best teams. They proved it over yep. 162 games. Uh-huh. Do you need a larger sample size? No. Like right. that is like. Come on, 162 games. It's an absurd amount of, of any sport. Yes. Um, yeah, it's absurd. So, um, so with that, yeah, I man, I think uh, Chicago White Sox will take the Central. Okay. I don't know. I think I think the Blue Jays might make a run for the wild card out of the um, NL East. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, AL East. AL East. I said AL East. Right. Absolutely. Thank you. At least. Um, I think the Twins will get the other wild card. Okay. Um, who else are the Yankees going up against? Uh, Red Sox, Rays, Orioles. I can't imagine the Orioles doing very good. Yeah, I, I, I could see the. I think the, I think I think Tampa will probably win again. So wait, you, so you have the Yankees totally out of this? I'm surprised. Yeah, no, I. Well, you, just, you hate the Yankees. I, 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 I have no problem with that. I yeah. do hate them, but yeah, you know, maybe this is the year that they're just below average. Okay, because their their roster would not suggest that. But right. if that's if that's your pick, I mean, there's teams that that fall flat their face, and if that's the yeah, I mean, that's bold. I like that. Yeah, and then uh, I'm sure like Oakland will get nudged out of the wild card by one game. So they're going to be like the the the, yeah. the, the team that could have been in there but wasn't. Yeah. So, so who's going to be the team out of the the, the ALS? Probably the Astros. The Astros. I mean, it's just how they they're just too lucky. <laughs> too lucky. I hate it. Oh, but uh, yeah, how about the how about the NL? That's good. I so just to, just to recap, out of the AL West, you have the Astros, yeah. the AL Central, the White Sox, the White Sox, the Twins. AL, uh, do Twins to get the wild yeah. card, and then out of the AL East, you have Tampa. The Tampa Bay to win it, and then the Blue Jays yeah. to get the wild card. Yeah, I love that. That's crazy. I, if that's if that ends up being right, be like that's probably a huge money bet right there. It's gonna make a lot of money from that. Um, from the National League, I will start with the NL West. I think that the Padres are going to win the division, which would be an upset over the really? Dodgers. Yes, um, <laughs> they have already played one series, and the Dodgers looked like they were definitely the team to beat. Um, they have handily dealt with uh, the Padres. Nonetheless, I think that in other games, uh, because the Dodgers are the uh, the reigning Super Bowl champion, I think other teams will play up to them and like create some games for the Dodgers that they'll end up losing that they would have otherwise not lost. Oh, right? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, like the other players' competitiveness. Like every team will be gunning for them. Until exactly. They'll, uh, they'll like yes. uh, like they'll drop some games to like two teams, it's like, like the Rockies. The Rockies, like the Rockies suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when they shouldn't, and it's because it's like um, it, it's the same thing. Like if um, well, who who won the Stanley Cup last year? Uh, lightning. The Lightning. So like everyone marks the Lightning on their schedule and says this, right. is, this is the team we want to beat. Same right. thing with I'm saying with the Dodgers. Right. Like this series is the series that we prove that we're better than right. the Dodgers. Right. So I think that they take a tick down 
And I think that's going to end up being actually a pretty close race to win that. But what's huge is that whoever loses that is going to have to play in that one game wild card. Right. So that makes, and if you see, I mean, even the Dodgers or the Padres, Dodgers or the Padres in that wild card is going to be exciting. Uh, I will watch that game. It's, it's wild that that it's going to be one of those two teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah almost, it has to be almost guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unless I don't know, unless the Giants just do absolutely incredible, which I guess there is a possibility that the Giants just take the second wild card because yeah. um, the Diamondbacks and the Rockies are are basically nothing. And the Giants have had a pretty good start to the season. Have they faced uh, the Padres or the Dodgers yet? No. So um, they could take a turn for the worst. But you know, to hedge my bet, we'll go. Padres are going to win the uh, win the National League West. We'll take the Dodgers to get the wild card in the National League Central. I'm going to take the Reds from Cincinnati to win. I think that that could also go to the Cardinals, and I know I'm kind of slighting the Cardinals with that, especially with their acquisition of Nolan Arenado over the offseason. That's another player that we should have mentioned with, like, all-star, we need to market this yeah. player. He's yeah, I was just about to ask you where he went, because I, I thought he had left the Rockies. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was traded to the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, including his huge-ass contract? Yes. Uh, and the fact that what the Rockies got in return was pitiful. It was, really? one of the worst, it was one of the worst acquisitions uh, decided... I mean, yeah, it was, it was bad for the Rockies. It just looked really bad. Because uh, Nolan Arnold is one of the premier third, third basemen. Baseman. Yeah. I mean, you could say he's probably the best third baseman in the league. And maybe there's a little controversy there, but I mean, he's definitely top three. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, the Rockies are horrible. But the, the point is that I'm, I'm taking the uh, the Reds. I can see it being the Cardinals, but I'm going to take the Reds. And then we go over to the East. I think this is going to be, be where your other uh, wild card team comes into play. I don't... <laughs> this is where it's tough. I think the Braves will win the division. Uh, this is kind of like where it gets to between the Dodgers and the Padres with one of these two teams. I think the Braves will win the division. And I think the other team is going to be the Phillies. But that does just kind of remove the Nationals from the conversation. And yep. I know they're a really good team. Uh, but that's... that's. I'll just say it. I'm going to say the Braves are going to win the division. Phillies are going to be the other wild card spot. Which means Dodgers-Phillies for the wild card. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's 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 the way that my my teams will, will shift out. Sweet. Uh, yes. So who's who? If you yeah. had to pick one team from the American League to go to the World Series, who's your team you're taking? You're taking? Well, I would I would see it going on like this. I think the Twins. I think the Twins. This is the year we win. This okay. is the year we get the monkey off our back and win a postseason. I so, like that. I like that. So so I, I will I will grant you that for for the sake of you being my guest, the yeah. Twins will win. I will I will make sure that my. My National League team loses. The Twins win it. I like that. No, 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 no. Like the wild card. Oh. <laughs> they just win the one. Okay. I'm not talking about the World Series. I'm talking about the, the, the a-, a game. A-, a-, a game. Well, how many how many postseason games have the Twins lost consecutively? Seventeen. That's a, oh my gosh. It's it's the, it's the longest it's the longest streak ever in all of the four major sports. Seventeen losses. Yeah, that's incredible. It's bad. Okay, so that's the monkey off the back. Yeah. Okay, got it. I I totally so, overread that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we beat Toronto in okay. the wild card. That's fair. I can and see then that. just get wrecked by the the Rays. The Rays. Okay. I think the White Sox beat the Astros. Okay. And the Rays beat the White Sox. Wow. So you you're going right back to the race to to go back to the World Series. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I if between the Rays and the, the Rays and the White Sox, I would take the White Sox. But um, I like that. So Rays out of the out of the American League. I 
I'm going to have it where the Dodgers beat the Phillies, and then they're going to play the Reds. So Dodgers, Reds, and the other one would be Padres, Braves. I'm going to say that the Braves, ooh, the Padres beat the Braves. Yeah, the Padres beat the Braves. Yeah, we'll do that. Padres beat the Braves, and then, actually, you know what? We're going to do it. The Padres beat the Braves, and the Dodgers beat the Reds, and so we have a matchup with the NL West again. Yes, Dodgers, Padres, because those are the two, if you're looking at the two best teams in the National yeah. League, I really do think those are the two best teams. Yeah. They just happen to be in the same yeah. spot. Um, and to face the Rays, I'm going to say that the Padres, the Padres do it. They were, they proved that they had the better overall record in the regular season, and they win in Game 7. Tachi's Jr. Yeah. Comes because back. It, it comes back, and they'll, they'll have home field, right, if they have the, yeah. the better, yeah, so he walks it off. Tachi's Jr. walks it off. Off of, I don't know, I don't even care. Off of Kershaw, sure. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Padres go to the World Series to face the Rays. In that series, I would, I might take the Padres there. Yeah. There it is. Padres are going to be your, your. Yeah, no, because <laughs> Tampa is also cursed. There's just, <laughs> it's the curse of Moneyball. You know? Mm. You can't. It's like they just won't, and by they, I mean like baseball gods. Yes. They just won't let people like Billy Bean win. Yeah, they I guess so. They won't let poor people win. It's hard for small market. Uh, it's hard for small market teams to win. It just is. Uh, when the Yankees have a a budget roll that exceeds or like triples or quadruples other teams' budget rolls, how do you yeah. expect to compete? Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, no. When you have when you have a budget roll that that may even be larger than the gross domestic product of some nations on Earth, <laughs> but you, no, for sure, for sure, definitely. I think you're 100 percent right. Yeah. Then, then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, there's a certain level of clout that comes with that. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, so that means that we have. So this is the our, our porch podcast prediction. Uh, thanks to um, guest here, Richard. We're we're predicting that the Padres come out of the National League to face the Rays out of the American League, yep. and we're taking the Padres to win it. Yep, absolutely. Right. In six. In six. Okay. Um, who's going to be your uh, the World Series MVP? I mean, call me cliche, but I mean, who else but Tatis? Tatis Jr. Yep, I, I don't think that's cliche at all because I think you're right. Um, I agree with that, and with that, we have finished our journey. We have yeah. arriven, uh, arrived back yep. in Newburgh. Uh, northeast corner of North Street and Edwards. That's right. Uh, home that, sweet home. I, yeah, I know exactly where I live. Yeah, that, <laughs> actually, I'm, I'm here for the entire month of, of uh, May. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. So. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Yeah. Dude, Absolute thank you pleasure. For being here. Yeah, yeah. And take it easy, everyone. Keep watching baseball. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening. Thanks again, Richard, for being on. Um, and per usual, keep making it happen.